Today, we're going to discuss a topic that is often overlooked, but is truly vital for us as business owners, self-care. We're going to talk about how implementing some basic self-care habits can actually contribute to our success and help us avoid burnout. Welcome to the Mind Your Time podcast with Shannon Baker. I'm your coffee-loving host and the founder of The Mighty Society. As a business strategist, I work with purpose-driven women looking to achieve personal and financial success, but they're struggling with organization and time management. Together, we're gonna tackle those challenges head on so you can regain control of your business and your time. We're gonna explore the strategies and tools you need to make your business more efficient so you can achieve sustainable growth while creating a more fulfilling business and personal life while achieving personal satisfaction and improving your overall well-being. Being busy is not a badge of honor, so get ready to be more intentional with your time and create success on your own terms. So grab your favorite beverage and let's dive into today's topic. The word hustle. It's a word that you either like or you don't. But it seems that even since I started this podcast about three years ago, that there has been an increase in the number of people who feel you always have to be in hustle mode just because you own a business. And the worst part is that they push this concept as a way of life and that it's the only way to be successful. Now, personally, I am anti-hustle because it is not sustainable and I don't let anyone else define what success means to me. I didn't start my business to fit into a box and I say that in air quotes. And if I wanted other people to dictate how I should run my business, then I might as well keep my day job. But my goal is to grow my business to the point that it is profitable enough to replace that income, allow us to pay down our debt quicker, and enjoy life more together by traveling. Oh, and we definitely want to build up our savings as well. So I've always been baffled by the fact that people take so much pride in saying how busy they are. When you're busy, that doesn't mean you're being productive. Most of the time, it's actually quite the opposite. And more times than not, that means that you are so busy doing all the things that you don't make time to care for yourself. Now stop and think about it. How long do you think you can keep up that pace? I want to share a story with you about a business owner who poured her heart and soul into her business, working tirelessly day and night. After working long days and weekends without taking any time to care for herself, she ended up trading hours for dollars and was chasing money. She had downloaded too many ebooks, invested in too many DIY courses and webinars, and was in way too many Facebook groups. The love she once had for her business started to fade. She allowed the business to take over her life. She wasn't happy with the clients she had or the work that she was doing. And her family wasn't happy about it either because she was always working. And little did she know that neglecting self-care would take a toll on her leading to burnout. Ultimately, her business suffered. So did her family. So she had to take a step back to recover spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally. She came to a crossroad and had to decide if she was going to just shut the business down and go back to work for someone else. But then she remembered what one of her mentors told her. 
Don't quit. Shift. So she took some time off to recuperate and eventually ended all of her contracts. She wanted a clean slate as she made a pivot in her business. Then she invested in some private coaching, which helped her identify her mission, her vision, and reconnect with her purpose, and she has not looked back since. But it took a lot of self-investment and mindset work to make the changes she wanted to make in her business. Not to mention, it took a lot of faith for her to admit that she needed to make a change, but she did it. And now she is unapologetic in the way she runs her business because she does it on her own terms. Well, if you haven't figured it out yet, that woman is me. So believe me when I say that I know how important it is to practice self-care so that you can achieve your personal and professional goals. And I'm not talking about taking bubble baths while sipping on champagne and booking spa days. Now, there's nothing wrong with either one of those, but I'm talking about making time every day to do things that fuel you so that you can flourish in all aspects of your life. Self-care is really about taking care of your spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical well-being. It's about nurturing the relationship you have with yourself. We've been conditioned to believe that sacrificing our well-being is just an inevitable part of the journey when you own your own business. But let me tell you, my friend, I challenge this myth 100%. Regular self-care is not a luxury, but it's a necessity if you want to achieve success on your own terms. When we take care of ourselves, we open doors to endless possibilities. And research actually shows that self-care boosts our productivity levels, enhances our creativity, and sharpens our decision-making abilities. So that means when we give ourselves care and attention, we become a force to be reckoned with. I want to repeat that. When we give ourselves care and attention, we become a force to be reckoned with. Now, I don't know about you, but I like taking the world by storm. And if you want to do that too, then listen closely. Well, not that you haven't been doing that already, but we're going to explore some practical things that you can do to cultivate better self-care habits starting today. First of all, I need you to be more intentional with your time. By improving your time management skills, you start to lay a strong foundation that's going to help you handle the other challenges you experience more effectively. So start by identifying the time wasters and inefficiencies in your day-to-day -day life and your business operations. I mean, think about this. Have you ever found yourself sucked into a task that could have been done much more efficiently or even worse, didn't have to be done by you or didn't really need to be done at all? Think about it. Things like typing the same email message over and over and over again when someone asks you about your services or playing email or phone tag to get a meeting scheduled. By identifying energy draining tasks, you can begin to prioritize and eventually you can delegate some of those things to someone else. Remember, time is your most valuable resource. So treating it as that will allow you to focus on what truly matters when it comes to your business's growth. And you have to learn how to effectively manage your time and maximize productivity through techniques such as time blocking. Time blocking involves breaking your day into dedicated blocks of time for specific tasks. This allows you to be more efficient by doing less. Now, I'm not going to go into details of how to time block your schedule because I've talked about this in multiple episodes. 
But the two that I did most recently that come to mind, I'm going to drop links to both of those in the show notes. I also take you through this process in my free audio masterclass, How to Grow Your Business Without Overwhelm. There are five lessons in that masterclass that can be consumed in a little less than 40 minutes. Even though I don't recommend you do that because every lesson includes a quick exercise that's going to help you take action based on the topic in that lesson so that you can get a quick win. So to prevent overwhelm, my recommendation is that you set aside about 15 minutes to listen to one lesson at a time and do not skip the exercises. Again, I'm going to put a link to that masterclass in the show notes. Now, when it comes to being more intentional with your time, you have to prioritize breaks, which are what I call white space. And you need some downtime when you're planning your schedule. Now, you might think that powering through the day is a path to success, but in reality, it hinders your productivity and puts you at risk for burnout. Taking breaks is not an indulgence. It's a necessary aspect of self-care that actually enhances your overall well-being. When we neglect to take breaks, our productivity suffers and our mental and physical health actually takes a big hit. The way our brains work, they need time to rest and reset. And our eyes definitely need breaks from the constant exposure to the blue light that's emitted by our phones, tablets, and computer screens. In today's digital age, we spend more time than ever in front of screens. So it's no wonder that many of us have dry eyes, we have headaches, and we're even having to wear reading glasses and have other vision issues because of screen time. So incorporating breaks into your daily routine can help alleviate some of these symptoms and definitely will help prevent burnout. Now, here are some other ways that you can start to implement this into your schedule. If you use an online scheduler, add some padding of at least about 15 minutes between your meetings so they're not stacked back to back. This will allow you to get up and stretch, get something to eat or drink, and even go to the bathroom between calls. Not to mention, this keeps your calls from overlapping. I don't know about you, but when I log in for a scheduled meeting with somebody, I get really irritated when I see that message that says another meeting is already in progress. This is a time management issue on your part, but I'm not going to get on my soapbox about that today. But something else that I've started doing that has been very beneficial is to incorporate short movement breaks throughout the workday. I started doing this by setting an alarm on my phone that prompted me to get up and go for a quick walk. You can do this around your house, around the room you're working in, or around your neighborhood, outside, or you can just do a little stretching. The point is, physical movement increases your blood flow, boosts your energy levels, and reduces the risk of developing prolonged sitting-related issues. So not only is this going to enhance your productivity, but it contributes to your overall well-being. Now, I understand that everyone's work style and needs are unique, so I encourage you to find the schedule that works best for you. The important thing is to physically write these breaks into your schedule so that you have a visual reminder until it becomes a habit. And to help you start to develop this habit, again, set an alarm to go off to remind you to take the break and then do it. Now, if you notice a drop in your energy levels at a specific time of the day, then consider taking a break around that time. You will be surprised at how just getting up and moving around gives you an energy boost. 
And if all else fails, go get you an afternoon iced coffee to help you push through. Now let's talk a little bit about scheduling dedicated downtime. Yes, downtime is different from breaks because it offers you the opportunity to fully relax with no guilt and with no work-related distractions. The great thing about downtime is that it can be 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, half a day, a week, a month. It basically can be whatever you want it to be. However much time you decide to take to do something that refreshes you and allows you to enjoy the moment and add to your joy, take it. You will feel so refreshed when that time ends. Now, I'm going to be transparent and let you know that this is going to require you to make a mindset shift. I even had to make one myself when it came to taking breaks and enjoying downtime. Um, a few years ago, one of the speakers of the Purpose Driven Mom Summit suggested that we schedule unplanned time blocks when doing our weekly schedules. Now, at that time, I had designated every Friday for recording podcast guest episodes. So I changed my schedule and will only do guest chats every other Friday. The other two Fridays, I will work until 12 o'clock and the afternoon was open for me to do whatever I want. Sometimes I will put my feet up and binge watch one of my favorite shows. Other days I would get in a workout because I had missed one during the week. And then there were days that I just would pay attention to time and it felt great. The point is, schedule unplanned downtime regularly. And this includes weekends, holidays, and definitely vacation. Now, the key to successfully incorporating breaks and downtime into your routine lies in the creation of healthy boundaries and cultivating self-care habits. Now, it's common to feel guilty when you first start taking breaks and especially when you start taking downtime. That mean girl inside of you is going to tell you that you should be doing something more productive. So to counteract this self-sabotaging mindset, create and stick to a weekly plan that includes some unscheduled downtime, start with small increments and then make it bigger, and decide what activities bring you joy and help you relax and enjoy them. Remember, it's crucial for you to disconnect from work and be fully present in whatever you're doing, especially if it's something in your personal life. So now, how can we make this happen? How can you make room for self-care when you have a lot on your plate? Well, the answer lies in organizing your business and creating efficient systems that can open up more space for self-care. When your business is cluttered and or disorganized, it can be very overwhelming and time-consuming to find what you need, which stresses you out and wastes a lot of energy. But if you make the time to implement it, effective organizational strategies, and create streamlined systems. You, in turn, create more room in your life for self-care. When you have clear systems in place for managing tasks, deadlines, and communications, you become more efficient and more productive. You spend less time searching for what you need to complete a task. You reduce mistakes, and you can accomplish your business goals quicker and more effectively, which frees up valuable time for you to implement some of the self-care activities we talked about today. Now, as a fractional operations manager, my mission is to help you identify areas where you can save time and increase your efficiency in running your business. So here are some examples of how I've helped my clients streamline their operations 
which opened up more time for self-care. Getting organized and creating standard operating procedures. Jody was experiencing overwhelm and a lack of control in her business due to a lack of support and organizational systems. She struggled with the organizational aspects of her business and her disorganized Google Drive and growing workload was preventing her from growing her business effectively. She was ready to throw in the towel, but after getting her Google Drive organized and creating a clear folder structure and establishing a system for version control, she was able to identify things that she could delegate to a virtual assistant, which freed up her time to focus on growing her business and practicing more self-care. Now she's more in control and less overwhelmed, and her business has continued to grow. I actually had Jody on the podcast to talk about her experience, so I'm going to drop a link to that chat in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. Now let me tell you about Carolyn. We had to focus on prioritizing time management and implementing boundaries. She's a busy corporate event planner who struggles with balancing work and taking time off to enjoy life. So by setting work hours, sticking to boundaries like the time she responds to emails and scheduling time early in the day for self-care, she has been able to establish and maintain a healthier work-life integration. She has taken several unplugged vacations, which was a priority when we started working together. These purpose-driven women have unlocked the power of self-care in their businesses, leading to clarity and business growth and most importantly, a better work. These purpose-driven women have unlocked the power of self-care in their businesses, leading to clarity and business growth, and most importantly, a better work-life integration. Invest in yourself and your dreams by finding ways to make time for self-care and optimizing your business operations. Now, I know you're probably wondering where you should start since this isn't your area of expertise. Well, I have some fantastic news for all of you who are listening or who are ready to put these tips and strategies into action. I am hosting a free five-day challenge starting Monday, July the 10th inside of the Mighty Society membership. It's called the Beach to Business Five-Day Challenge to Skyrocket Your Fall Growth. Now, this challenge is designed to help you use the summer slowdown to your advantage in planning and preparing for fall growth. Each day of the challenge, you're going to receive actionable strategies, tips, and resources to help you implement some of the things we discussed today and more. And as a bonus, you get a 14-day free trial to the Mighty Society membership where you'll get access to even more resources to support your business operation. After the trial, you can remain in that community for the founder's rate of $47 per month. But take advantage of this now before the price goes up, which will be very soon. Plus, now is the perfect time for you to seize the opportunity to transform your business operations in just 30 minutes a week setting yourself up for a successful and prosperous fall. So if you're ready to dive into the Beach to Business Challenge, join the waitlist by going to theshannonbaker.com forward slash summer ops challenge or click the link in the show notes. Now, I want to thank you for joining me on this episode. I hope this conversation has inspired you to prioritize self-care in your business journey. I can't wait to see you in the upcoming Beach to Business Challenge. Remember, taking great care of yourself will only lead to greater achievements in your personal and professional life. I want to remind you that just listening to this episode is not going to improve your operations or help you invest in yourself more. So pick one thing that you're going to take action on today, and I would love to hear what that is. So 
follow me on Instagram at the underscore Shannon Baker and let me know. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, share it, and tag me. Either way, I can't wait to hear from you. And if you would like to show the podcast some love so that it can reach more purpose-driven women like you, then please leave a rating and review. I would love to hear what you think about the show and how it's been helpful for you. So that's it for today. I'll see you back here next week. And until next time, keep calm and streamlined.